0: Oh my goodness, I just can't believe it is Friday already. Welcome back to Randomly Moved for Purpose. My name is Liz and I am just excited that it's Friday. Excited to talk to you today about health and nutrition. And I really hope you enjoy today's episode because I'm going to kind of walk you through how I keep my appointment with myself. So I hope you enjoy Alright friends, so I've decided today to kind of talk to you about how I stay consistent with my workouts throughout the week. And I've come to the conclusion that it is just very important that I make that appointment. I schedule it in my day. And I've decided that I'm going to respect myself enough to not cancel that appointment with myself. So I kind of wanted to walk you through my morning and how I've kind of what I did actually this morning. Um, But it actually even starts from the night before. So what I do for myself is I place my workout clothes that I'm going to wear on this little ottoman that I have in my closet. So I have what I'm going to wear the next morning. I have my shoes ready and I have my socks ready because my socks are kept in the uh bedroom dresser and so I go ahead and pick that out and I have it out ready to go. Now, for me personally, I'm a morning person. Like I don't mind waking up in the morning and I can go 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 and I can go all day long. I really can. However, I am a snoozer when it comes to my alarm. And my husband would tell you, it drives him nuts. I'm going to be honest, it drives me nuts, okay? But for whatever reason, I I know that about myself, so what do I do about it, okay? Well, I've decided also to not charge my phone right next to my bed since that's what I use for my alarm. My alarm is not next to my bed. It is in the bathroom. So that means that when I get up, and it's in the bathroom right by my closet door, okay? So when that alarm gets uh goes off, I have to get out of bed to go turn it off. And guess what? Now I have no excuse because I am right next to the closet where my clothes is laid out to get my workout in, okay? So then... Um, and there's some mornings like this morning, I finally got some really good sleep. So I wanted to keep sleeping, but I was like, nope, no excuse. You're already here. You know, just, just put your shorts on. Okay. Now now put your shoes on, like just one thing at a time, you know? And so my goal is always to, um, hit the road or hit my workout at a certain time. So you need to do that. You need to decide what time are you going to get up? But you also need to decide, are you uh, a eater before workout or you can't, you have to eat on an empty stomach. I know everybody's different. I used to have a cup of coffee and hit the road running. But then I got introduced to this one workout program that I was doing to a T and they recommended a pre-workout meal. So now I'm in the habit of eating a pre-workout meal. So if I want to hit the road running or if I want to hit play by six o'clock, which is my goal right now in the summertime, then I have to get up at five. I get up at five. I have my wor- uh, my meal. I drink my pre-workout. And then in that time, I kind of have my quiet time um, and I wait for my pre-workout to kind of kick in. And <laughs> when it kicks in, that's why I call it my go time juice. Cause if I, when I feel the tingles in my face and in my body, that means it is time for me to hit the road. And I say that because sometimes I run before my workout outside, um, just because the different elevations in my neighborhood just kind of makes it harder than just running on a treadmill. And my neighborhood is out in the country, way beautiful, lots of wildlife and deer. So it's really fun to run outside for me. Um... And so I'll hit the road. Or if I have a specific workout program that I'm doing that may be an hour long, then I hit play by six o'clock. And so that's kind of what I do. Um, so I have decided that for me, it is just way better if I work out in the mornings. And that's why I'm willing to get up at five o'clock. And once school starts, it'll have to be four 30. Okay, I will have to push that up 30 minutes so that, that I can get the kids up, make them breakfast and get them out the door to school in time. But since I'm already in a habit of doing like waking up at five o'clock, waking up 30 minutes early is not going to be that drastic of a change. So um, that's one of the things that I would highly encourage you to do. So if I'm up to working an hour, working out for an hour a day, maybe you start off with 30 minutes or even 20 minutes. um, Whatever you need to do to get yourself going, okay? My other little piece is sometimes I accidentally sleep in, okay? I'm not going to beat myself up about that. So if I accidentally You know, wake up 30 minutes later, then I just cut my workout in half by 30 minutes, but I never blow it off and just say, oh, I guess I'm not just, I'm just not going to work out today because 30 minutes is still better than no workout at all. And 30 minutes is not bad. It's just for my body specifically, I have learned that I just need a little bit more of a burn for me personally. But you can always work up to from 30 minutes to 45 to an hour. Okay. My second thing that I have to say that in order for me to wake up that early, I have to go to bed at a decent time. And that is hard for me. Because even though I am not not a morning person. Like I I can get up in the morning. I tend to also be a night owl, which is weird. My brain just kind of like turns on like it gets a second wind um, when the sun goes down for whatever reason. And I can go for another eight hours. It's crazy. It's like mid afternoon for me that I start to drag. And Is probably when I should take a nap or something, but I tend to stay up a little later than what I want to on those days. Um, But I still don't make it an excuse. Like I still try to put those things in place, put my alarm far away, set my clothes out so that when I want to sleep in, I have no excuse, you know, like I, everything's ready to go. I have no little things that say, oh, see, this didn't work out. You should just go back to bed because it's just all falling apart already. Um, and I'm telling you that because I've done all those things, okay? I have made up all of the excuses, but at the end of the day, I've also told myself, stop with the excuses and just get it done. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I have never regretted a workout. I have never finished a workout and thought, man, I wish I hadn't done that. But every time I skip a workout, I dread it. Or every time I'm like, oh, I'll just get my workout in later, it like haunts me all day long. Okay. Like it's that thing that I still need to do that I haven't done. And it's like torturing me all day long. So for me, it is just a hundred times easier if I just get it done in the morning, get it out of the way, and it gives me this weird energy also, like it wakes me up, so I am ready to go and give the day my all. Now, I know that not everybody would be a morning workout. I've been in so many groups, so many coaching groups, that a lot of people can work out in the evenings And if that's you, man, more power to you. Go for it. Whatever that appointment needs to be for you, that's what it needs to be for you. You just kind of have to be careful about a few things. So uh, for me, I can't take, like I've taken my pre-workout before a volleyball game. Yes, I have a co-ed volleyball team. So um, sometimes when we have a a 9-10 game, I'll take, I have taken my pre-workout before a game and it kept me up all night, which is crazy, guys, cause espresso, I can take two shots of espresso and fall asleep, no issue. But my pre workout does keep me up. So if you gotta play with that, you gotta kinda see what's going on. So if you have a hard time falling asleep, you know, maybe it's the pre workout and maybe you shouldn't take that before your workout. Um And then there's even been times where like, I can't fall back asleep, even if I don't take my pre-workout, because like I said, a workout kind of wakes my body up and it needs a minute to like wind down. And so, you know, sometimes that keeps me up. And when I can't fall asleep like that, I am up till two, three o'clock in the morning. It's just unhealthy for me. So my recommendation would definitely be give it, give it a week or a solid two weeks with working out in the morning, then give it two, two, another two weeks with working out in the afternoon and see which one fits your lifestyle, your schedule the best, okay? Okay. Just because this is what I'm just sharing what works for me for those that like just don't have a clue have have a starting point, but definitely once you start that, definitely play around with your schedule. but my biggest thing is when you schedule your workout, you do not cancel that appointment with yourself. you will respect yourself enough. To keep that appointment. Don't be a flake when it comes to you. And I'm saying that with lots of love. Because we tend to... I don't want to say disrespect ourselves but technically yeah like we tend to cancel on ourselves before we cancel on anybody else and self-care it's so important so important self-care is going to make you better so that you can serve all of the people around you better okay it is not selfish make the appointment keep the appointment okay um One more thing that I want to talk about, and I may kind of circle back to something else if it like pops in my head. So just bear with me today. Um, One other thing that I want to talk about is your water intake. Guys, I know for the longest time, I used to not be a water drinker. Like I was too good to drink water. And here I am just randomly sipping on water right now. So excuse me. Because... I know I have learned how important it is like I've known all the time that water is important but I'm like oh I'm young I'm gonna live forever right but I didn't realize just how important it was for um like cleansing my skin for like it's like washing my my insides out really like keeping my digestive tract moving um And there's just, there's just so many things that I didn't know that I was not taught that I'm just trying to share with you bits and pieces. Just think like you may know, you may be an expert and you are way ahead of me and I need to learn from you. Shoot me a message and I will learn from you. Okay. But for those people that just haven't been taught, uh, like I wasn't taught, I didn't know that you needed to intake half of your body weight in ounces of water okay so um pretend like you weigh 100 pounds then you should be drinking 50 ounces of water per day and that seems like a lot of and it is it is if you are not a water drinker that is a lot of water okay but it is so necessary so necessary so you need to play tricks on how to get that water in um I actually love, if I go to the store and get a watermelon and I cut it up, I'll get my shakers and I'll throw, um, like I'll line the bottom with cubes of watermelon, throw water in there, put it in the fridge overnight, and guys, that water goes down so fast, it's crazy how fast I can drink that water, just because it has a little bit of that watermelon flavor in it. And I, and I'm a water drinker now, but that water goes down the fastest. Like I can have three or four of those big shakers down before lunchtime. It's crazy. Another flavor that I really like is actually strawberries with a lemon wedge in there. It's so good, and that's another one that I can drink. I can drink those super fast before even lunchtime, and I have my water set for the day. But I'm saying that because when I when I couple that with my eight hours of sleep, so I drink all my water and I get a good amount of rest, I I drop a pound to two pounds over night because water and sleep are magical and those are some things that I wasn't taught growing up um, so all the magic happens while you're sleeping your body is repairing itself it's working you know um, to like repair your sore muscles you know cleanse your digestive system and and in order for that to happen, you have to have this water in your body as well. So those are two things like I I like survived on two jobs and being a full-time student in college. So most of my adult life, I have survived in about five hours of sleep or less. If I got more, it was because I've gone two weeks with five hours of sleep and my body just... Had enough type thing, and I finally had a day off like those were that's the only way I was getting more than five hours of sleep. Well, then you become a mom, I became a mom, okay, and let's be real infants they can keep you up all night, so again, I go with five hours of sleep or less, and then I have another kid, and guess what? There we go again, that whole cycle, and for over ten years now, I have functioned in under five hours of sleep. I'm not saying that to brag. I'm saying that because it's not a bragging thing. It's it's very unhealthy thing. And so I have a hard time getting my full eight hours of sleep. But it is something that I strive for. I will try to go to bed at a decent time um, to where it gives me eight hours before that alarm goes off. But I also know that if I go to bed a little bit later that my body is going to be able to function because it's used to functioning that way, not because it's can do it type thing. But, um, so that is something that I know that it's been hard on me that I'm working on. My husband can, can put his head on the pillow and he is out and he can be out for eight hours. Easy peasy. Okay. Me, not so much. And if I'm asleep for like about an hour. And something wakes me up, there's there's very little chance that I'm falling back asleep. So those things are um, very important things to kind of like know about yourself. And and notice like I didn't make that an excuse for anything. I just know that, that about myself. So I'm trying to work around it. I'm trying to be successful with my workouts in spite of the fact that I get little sleep in spite of the fact that maybe I didn't drink all my water, and I'm kind of dragging the next day. No, that is not an excuse. That just means you better be dialed in and get it done, no matter what. Like, that's where I'm like, okay, today, I'm gonna have to fight a little bit harder to stay on track to get the things done. And, and not and drink my water and not go after all the caffeine all day long. Um, Another way that I've kind of been able to drink my water. I went from being a a soda drinker to a diet soda to then giving up artificial sweeteners and going back to regular soda. And that was that was a lot. Okay. So one New Year's Eve, I decided that my New Year's resolution was to give up sodas that year. And I did. And I haven't had a soda since and I can't tell you if that was four or five years ago. And again, it's not even bragging because I can't even remember which year I did it. (laughs) But that was one of the ways that I I was just like, enough is enough. I need to be a big girl and drink my water. But I need to give up the soda that that's keeping me from drinking my water. Okay. And I still have my coffee like I love my coffee just because I love that warm cup of coffee in my hands and just like that slow sip to kind of start my day um so I still have my coffee but I did give up sodas and I haven't touched a soda since and I am proud of that but it was hard it was super hard to give that up because I really like the carbonation I like the the taste and um so I just had to give it up one day at a time, one moment at a time. I just had to think about it. Okay, the next craving, I'm going to say no. And and it was hard. And there's moments where I'm like, oh, this would be nice if I had a Coke. But I've already given it up for so long that it's really kind of an on issue. Um. To kind of keep going on that, because I was successful with the soda and then I realized that I had another problem, that next New Year's, I gave up something else and it was candy. I know. And this is why, I'm going to be honest with you, when my kids would go trick-or-treating, and they like the Skittles, the Starbursts, all like the fruity candy. They were not touching the Snickers, the Kit Kats, the peanut butter cups, which are my favorite. Okay. Uh, during um Halloween, the, the Reese's pumpkins that have a lot of peanut butter and just a little bit of chocolate... Just like an Easter, the, the the peanut butter eggs, the Reese's eggs. Oh, those are my absolute favorite. But guys, I could, I could sit there and go through the basket and just eat all of it in one sitting. Like, this is insane. This is awful. And I did decide, so a year after I gave up soda, that next New Year's, I gave up candy. So if it's classified as candy, I cannot eat it. Um, And it's been like that ever since. But I did write a clause in this one. I know, go ahead, laugh at me. But I do have a clause. The clause was that if somebody put candy in a dessert, then it no longer qualified as a candy, it qualified as a dessert. So for example, if you go to the Cheesecake Factory and you order the Snickers cheesecake, it's now a cheesecake. It is dessert. That is fair game. I know it is totally troublesome, but those are just two things that I've done to kind of eliminate things out of my life that I was overdoing I was I was addicted to them or I was overdoing it and they had absolutely no nutritional value for me and obesity and type 2 diabetes runs in my family and I needed to get it I needed to knock it out I needed to get rid of it before I had to get rid of it you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to play offense versus defense on those two things. Now don't get me wrong. Cookies are still my nemesis. And I keep saying that I'm going to give cookies up, but that's just crazy talk. Let's be real. Um, cause I love cookies and I can make some mean dessert guys, but the Lord did not bless me with making cookie skills. In fact, I've been invited to a cookie exchange party and my cookies were awful. Were awful. They were embarrassing. I didn't know any of these women in this new neighborhood that I moved into. (coughs) And I got invited to this cookie exchange party at Christmas time and they were a joke. They were awful. And I made like all the batches that I could make and I took the best that I had, but they were ridiculous. Okay. Swore off cookie exchange parties, never going to one again. Well, then I get invited to another one several years later from this sweet girl at church. And she was like, hey, I host this every year. You should come. And I was like, thanks for the invite, but I don't do cookie exchange parties. And she's like, why? I was like, because I cannot bake cookies. I'm like, I can make you a cheesecake. I can make you a pie. I can make you... um." There's this one cheesecake I make, guys. It's like three hours. I can make an ice cream cake. I can <clears throat> make you a mean lasagna. I can bake. I can cook. But do not ask me to make cookies. Like those are my Achilles heel. And she was like, "Well, what can you make?" I was like, "I can make salsa. Can I bring salsa?" And so I brought salsa to her cookie exchange party. And then every year after that, she now names she named it treat exchange. So that I can bring salsa to her party. And I did. I brought two dozen um, jars of salsa, and voila, that was my contribution. Um, so, and I say that, sorry, sidetrack there. Uh, I say that because I'm not saying that I gave up all dessert, because that's just stupid. Um, I haven't given up all of the things that I love, I just had to give up things that I knew had a hold on me that I was kind of addicted to that didn't have a positive influence in my life, in my body. And so I chose to give that up. And I encourage you to, to look at kind of some of your habits um, and, in and see if there's anything that's just negatively impacting you that that you need to give up that maybe you need to set a time limit or maybe you can only have a piece of candy on Saturday or something like that I don't know I don't know find something Look Look at yourself, look at your habits closely and not in a way to shame yourself, but in a way of saying no more will this control me. I'm going to find a way to take control and, and not be so attached to these things that have no uh, positive impact in my life. Um, so anyways, guys, I I really hope that today um, kind of encouraged you, gave you some nuggets or something, and uh, sit down, look at your schedule, make that appointment with yourself, and keep it, and check out kind of some of the extra things that you put into your body that maybe can be removed for a healthier you, because we really want to look at things that we put in our bodies as things that are going to fuel our body, that are healthy for our bodies. Have a great Friday. All right, friends, so that comes to another end of a Friday health and nutrition or physical wellness uh, episode I hope that you had some takeaways on either how to uh, get set up so that you have no excuse to get your workout in and how to maybe implement, you know, look through your nutrition and see what needs to be cut out. Um, those are two very big topics that were kind of covered quickly. So if you have any questions, um, any ideas, don't forget to, fo- you can follow me on Instagram at Liz Cooley, and you can send me a message there on any any questions, any tips you may need. Um, if I don't know the answer, I'm definitely going to research the answer and try to get you something that is doable for you. Also, if you really like this episode, don't forget to give us a positive review. Give us a five star. And um, so that maybe like, you know, Anchor can distribute it out to more listeners and we can reach more listeners and maybe help them with their uh, health and fitness journey. And lastly, don't forget you are never randomly moved. There's always a purpose. Have a great weekend, my friends.